Last night, um, me and Reverend had a uh, a conversation, and um, the conversation actually was um, an eye-opening conversation for. Her. And I, I know, I know with me, it's just the Lord have um, molded me in 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 a very different and unique way. And it takes time to cultivate the thing that the Lord, uh, how the Lord had molded you. This is something that won't and cannot happen overnight, you know. And through this, and through this process, you know, as you go through this process in life and 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 working things out with the Lord, you're going to realize some of the things that you've been doing that you thought was uh, 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 in God's will and in God's way and actually has been making you a hypocrite. And, um, oh, Lord, man. You know, so um, there's some things that I have been doing. See, I'm not going to speak based on Reverend. I let her tell her part, but I'm, I'm telling my part, that I have been hypocritical in, see, and see, one of the things about uh, I love about um, uh, with the Lord, specifically myself, is that that I have to. He taught me how to be transparent, how to be real, you know, with people. You know, I don't always have it all together. I don't always have all the answers. I don't always have uh, the things that quote unquote fits the world. Stand it, and I, I need y'all to. I'm, I need y'all to listen. As I start growing and developing in the things of God, the world standard is is um, I, how can I put it? Sometimes you incorporate some of the things you do. Literally, they come from the world, and you incorporating it within uh, your spiritual life. Or the things that you you need you uh you need to do, and then you call it spiritual, you know. And um, one of the things that God say you seek the kingdom of heaven first, and its righteousness, and then it says, and all things shall be added unto you. So you seek the kingdom of uh uh. uh of of heaven first, and all things should be added unto you. So what that means, and what I well, what I come to understand, what they were saying to me is that in every area of your life, God should be sorted for first. And what we'll back that up is in Proverbs, Proverbs of three five, three three to uh, six. You know. Um, so when we uh, move away from seeking God from anything that we do, then we have we have fallen into what I call, uh, and, and Reverend going to get a little bit more detail, she's going to read more on this, what I, what, I, what I say, we fall into a, what I call a wide gate, see, 
And when we fall into that position, you know, again, it, we have a appearance of of that we're dealing with the things of God. In reality, we are not. We are actually operating in a different position or different room, and actually we're being uh, hypocritical on some things. Now, when me and Reverend was talking, she brought something to my attention. She brought something up to me. And she says, you know, um, Pastor, I just want to lay this out because I want you to know, you know, why am I thinking about this? And so what it was was uh, an opportunity came up. And when the opportunity came up, in my heart automatically I said, nah, you know, because I did not see the fruit that was bearing what they was trying to say or trying to convey or trying to sell. To me, it looked like all they were doing was trying to gain money, but using, um, trying to use godly principles in order, in order to do that. And... So it was it was a, it was just a it was a turn off to me. And so I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, okay, how is it that we can do what we need to do and uh be successful? First thing he said is you never go after money. You never ever 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 chase money. This is what I learned from our apostle. You never chase money, never go after money. If you focus on the vision that has been given to you from the kingdom of God, the provisions are there. So if you start operating outside of uh, what God has instructed you to do, that means you're looking for a different way to get where God wants to take you that means you're looking to get there your way, and you're not looking to get there the way God has in store for you. Everything God has set for you is a part of a plan, and it's a part of a major puzzle that he's putting together. So it's just like you can't fit a round peg in a square hole or a square, hole or a square peg in a round hole. You can't do that. And literally, this is how we've been living our lives. We've been trying to create and do something for, and try to call it God or try to, you know, um, uh, uh, look at it as this is what God is doing. In all, in, in all actuality, we are uh, spinning our wheels and we have not gotten beyond uh, the path God really wants us to follow. And see, we, I'm going, everything that I'm talking about, we're going to back it up to the scriptures. Now, this is now, this is where I have been hypocritical. Dealing with the vision of new life, 
I feel as though I can be a lot further ahead than what I have been. I'm, I'm being open with you guys, you see. And this is why I say, you know, you, you have to pray for Pastor. You got to keep him lifted up, you know. And then the thing is, the reason why is because uh, a certain part of me, you know, want to try to hurry this thing up to get uh, or to move in a certain way where, no, 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 no. And so because of that, I have missed certain vital moves that the Lord want me to do is because I have been, um, uh, I have gotten my focus on the activity itself and not God's spirit. Go back to seek the kingdom of heaven first and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Seek the righteousness. Righteousness means right standing with God. Right way of doing things. You see? Righteousness. Right way of doing it. You know, excuse me, seeking the right way of doing things that God has intended for us to do. God has written it out a plan for us, according to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He said, I have a plan for you. So there's a specific way that God has you to do things, and he wants you to go down that path. It's not a big path for you to follow, folks. It's a very narrow path. And it's narrow because as you move closer to God, things around you are going to start falling off. Things are going to start being moved from you. Things are going to be start being taken from you. And then the thing about it, uh, I know in the past people have asked me, why did, you know, you move or why wasn't you this and why wasn't you that? Well, I realized early on in my life uh my success is determined by God. My failure comes from how many distractions I allow to affect my future. So how many distractions and where the distractions come from is, is, is what has been um uh what has been hindering me and just like dealing with New Life Christian Center Ministries now, because I've tried to do certain things a different way and not really seeking how God wants me to be it and help me back is because I have allowed certain distractions. I need to realize, and I have, and I have come to the realization that as I move closer to God and seek him more, that means that a lot of me has to be has to be cut away. So I'm going to have to develop or constantly develop God's nature. Now, let me say this. What is all the noise in the background? It may have been me. Um, God's nature. So what I have to realize is that I can't get there unless I'm taught and I'm shown. So it made me start understanding the value of my apostle. Now, 
when I start hooking up with Apostle Thompson, <clears throat> excuse me, and start um, uh, uh, being around him, I start seeing how certain things that I was doing was wrong and how he was just slowly transferring me into the path that God wants me to follow. Now I realize I can't get there without his instructions or his teaching. I have to have leadership, and I have to value the leadership in order for me to get where I need to be. So this this is going to require for you to let some people go, for you to move away, move out of town, to, to do certain things that you had to do. I've done that. See, I wouldn't be where I am right now if I would have still hung around the same people in the same crowd. You see, because of the negative influence that they have on me, that means I'm going to start producing the negative influence that they have on me. It's going to start manifesting out of my life. We must understand that we are in total, we have total uh, will. We have a total will of what we want to do. Our will is so strong, it can't even override the will of God. You see? See, God will allow you to do what you have to do, but God is hoping that you will come to a place and understanding that he already has the plan and everything set up for you. You see? He already, he already has a plan stuff set up for you. So, in John, it talks about, and even in Matthew, it talks about the gate. How wide and how narrow the gate is. And so I'm going to let Reverend read, I think it's John... Well, the first one is Matthew uh, seven thirteen. You want me to go to that first, or you want to uh, go to John ten seven first? John ten seven. I need you to read that one first. Turn to it. God is so wonderful, folks. He he's so wonderful. I mean, he's just wonderful. So he knew that I was going in a path that he didn't want. So he brought up a a scenario for me to grab hold of something to for me to repent, which I had, and for me to start moving in a different in a in a different direction. Are, are you there, Reverend? Yes, and this is gonna be in the uh the uh, TPT translation, the um uh the passion translation that I'm gonna read it in and I'm uh, I'm gonna type in these uh, scriptures in the in the um, the group text um, so uh, Sheba can have them. Uh, so Sheba, you don't have to you know keep thanking us for uh, typing in this. I just wanted to let you know that I'm just making sure that you have the scriptures as well as everybody else. Um, but it's John ten uh, seven. It says, so Jesus went over it again. I speak to you eternal truth. I am the gate for the flock. All 
those who break in before me are thieves who came to steal. But the sheep never listen to them. I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. Can you hold right there for a minute, Reverend? To enter into him is to experience what? Life. Life. Freedom. Freedom. And satisfaction. And satisfaction. If life, freedom, and satisfaction. So if you aren't experiencing those things with uh, the people you're dealing with, the environment that you're in, if you aren't experiencing that within your your life, that means that you have been influenced negatively, negatively and in, how can I put this? You have been influenced negatively. Well, Pastor, remember um, a while ago the, uh, the Lord had, uh, we had learned that if, it's four things that you should receive from the people around you. Um, either uh, it, it was a profit, reward, uh, i trying to remember the other two. Increase, increase, increase and reward. Gain, it's increase, gain. gain, benefit, and reward. It's yeah. increase, gain, benefit, benefit and, re- reward. and reward. Everyone that is around you, if you're not anointed, uh, uh, if you're not, how can I put it? Everyone that's around you should be helping you to achieve uh, and stay focused towards what God wants for you in your life. Anything outside of that is the thief is trying to steal your destiny. Wow. Wow. Yeah, a profit, gain, reward, benefit. Increase, gain, profit, Increase. and reward. Increase, gain, profit, and reward. So increase that. Benefit. So everyone that, um, uh, or whatever you are assigned to do, or whatever the case may be, God, Jesus, has to be first. God has to be first. Jesus has to be first. Before you make any move, before you do anything, before you go anywhere, before anything manifests, God has to be first. Now, because the gateway that God wants to take us spiritually and uh, 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 physically through is such a narrow gate. It don't you don't have the room to carry baggage. So there's things that's gonna to have to be cut off. There's things that's gonna to have to be shut down. You know, you have to prepare your heart to start valuing the things that God has set before you so that you can increase. It's no 
other way, folks, that you can do this except through Jesus. Matthews, Reverend, can you read Matthews? Yes. Let me get there. And also, too, with John 7, if you go down to John 10, 10, it says, The thief come, but to steal, kill, and destroy. He says, But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. See, what I'm trying to reveal to you all today is that we're either going to set two principles in our lives. Either the principle of for the enemy to be able to steal, kill, and destroy, or we're going to operate in the abundant life. There is no in-between. But so we call a little bit of success that we have, and we marked it as Jesus. Well, it's true if it's causing you to increase more and it's bringing peace to your heart. So this is why pastor himself hates religion so much, religious mindsets, religion. Because religion have an appearance, but yet, you know, the end of religion is complete destruction and complete, uh, um, confusion and chaos in your life. This is what religion do. See, this is why you need to understand and you need, we need to learn how to operate in the spirit of God. We need to learn how to wait on him. We need to learn how to listen, value the shepherd's voice. We need to learn and stay and keep focused that we have a purpose that has to be fulfilled by him. We need to learn and, and understand what distractions that we have that has come in to allow us or to allow the enemy to sabotage our destiny. See, we, this is the things that we, 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 we have to learn, we have to see. Go ahead, Reverend. Okay, Matthew seven thirteen, and uh, I'll read this in the Passion Translation as well. Come to God through the narrow gate, because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. The narrow gate and the difficult way leads to eternal life, so few even find it. You want to keep going? No, that's, that's, that's good. Now, God has a path for you. It's a narrow path. Now, according to the scriptures, there's a lot of people outside this gate trying to get in but can't. There, there's a lot of... of Confusion, aggravation, frustration that, that, that's manifesting uh, in, you know, within your life. Every time I start getting frustrated or 
every time I start going through certain emotional things, actually that's my dashboard light coming on telling me that I need to attend to it. How? By seeking after God, by praying to God, is because the distractions around me is trying to speak louder than God. Oh. So I'm going to have to 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 shut these things down so I can listen to God to go through this path. Now, the enemy wants you to stop going through this path. So he's going to be speaking loud. Your situation is going to be rising up. Things are going around you. It's going to be making a lot of noise. But you got to come to the place that I'm going to stay on God's path and I'm going through that gate that God has set before me. I'm not going to be part of the crowd. See, hallelujah, praise God. See, that's why God had to separate Abraham Mm -hmm. away from his family because he had to get Abraham away from any negative influence to stop him from going through the gate. You see, now, excuse me, there's a lot of people who wants to go through that gate, but they're unable to go through the gate is because the outside influences are more powerful than the influences of God. Distraction. Distractions. Thank you, Reverend. Distractions. So... Now, I'm telling you right now, I'm giving my side of this. Reverend have a side of this as well. So I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be too much longer. So what I want you all to understand is that there's a narrow path that God has us to go down. If the things that you are doing is not helping you go through that gate. That means there are things that you're going to have to shut down or you're going to have to get rid of or you're going to have to eliminate. In other words, you're going to have to get it away from you. That's a narrow path. I need you to read that one more time. For me, uh, Reverend. Come to God through the narrow gate, because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Destruction. Mm-hmm. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. The mm-hmm. narrow gate and the difficult way leads to eternal life, so few even find it. Few even find it. There's an eternal life. There's an eternal path God has already set for you and has structured things for you to go down. Any other way you do it, uh, God isn't in it. And you can tell by the fruit that is bearing. Frustration, aggravation. And see, I can go into a lot more detail about relationships, about our finances, about dealing with uh, 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 business. And I mean, all, all sorts of things I can get into. 
to equate to what I'm saying to you concerning uh, this gate that Jesus is talking about. But see, again, God said, how can you pull a trick out of someone else's eyes <clears throat> when you have a whole branch stuck in yours? So I had to repent. I had to ask God to forgive me. And I had to change some things because now one thing I got to give my apostle is this. He has taught me and he's teaching me how to be sensitive to the things of God, how we can't follow the natural quo, how we have to do things differently than what everybody else is doing. It's all right. It's okay. People is going to judge you. People is going to criticize you. People is going to react a certain way. But if you are fulfilling the design plan that God wants you to have, remember, he says that he will, John 10.10, you know, the end of that, he said, well, the beginning of it, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But he says, I will give you life and give it to you more abundantly. You will operate in a life of abundance. That means nothing missing, nothing broken, everything whole and complete. You see? Everything whole and complete. Everything whole and complete. Reverend, go ahead. I, I want to give you a chance to go ahead and express your thoughts and the things that you have to convey. Um, well, I'll just uh, put in the group text uh, the, the scripture that she was referring to, Luke 6, uh, 42, based on pulling a speck out. Of, when you have a speck in your eye, you're trying to pull a, a plank out of your... Well, trying to pull a, a speck... Try to pull a, <laughs> a speck out of your eye when... Uh, a speck out of your brother's eye when you have a plank stuck in your eye. Woo, that's what I'm trying to say. And that's based on the uh, NIV version. But um, I um, realized that I had been hypocritical myself, um, and I'm speaking for myself right now. I've been, I went there my or had been there myself and didn't even realize it. And I have spoken to you guys before where. Um, sometimes we we don't even realize, you know, we've, we, we're out in the water and a wave come and we don't realize how far we have gotten out into the water because that wave had came and swept us away. Sometimes we don't even realize that we are off, blinded, have a blind spot or specking our eye, whatever. Um, we, we don't realize it, you know, and... There's blind spots that that are in our lives uh just hold on guys. Ask if anybody can hear you, because I can't hear anything. I don't know if it's my phone or what. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. I'm back. I don't know how to fault the phone. Just dropped a call. <laughs> but anyway, um, as I was saying, that um, you know, we don't. 
sometimes we don't even realize the blind spots that are uh that are in that are in our lives you know so that's why we have to really specifically uh go down that that narrow gate that God has uh has placed before us there's a specific way that he wants us to gain wealth. There's a specific way that he wants us to go in life that leads to our purpose. If we follow the crowd, then it's a path of destruction for us. So we've been held up by distractions and haven't completely surrendered to the new. And I had spoke um, of this when I was ministering on... um, uh, hearing the uh, the shepherd's voice, and some people may feel that, you know, I don't have to listen to that past. I'm grown. You know, I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, not realizing that it is a narrow gate that God wants you to specifically go down to, or uh, go go down through in order for you to, um, uh find your purpose, to get to your purpose. Okay. So, and like I had ministered before, I'm I'm hearing something in the background. I don't know if I'm hearing a feedback based on myself or what. Um, Are you hearing it, Pastor? No, not. All right. So, um you have uh we we've been distra- uh, we've been held up because of the distractions and not completely surrendering to the new and like i had ministered before we're tr- we've been trying to go into the new season with the old mindset and we're not complete completely surrendering to the father's will and you know, you could be someone that could be running a, a business or running a ministry or what have we, um, or certain things that you're trying to do. I'm speaking also for myself. You have to delegate those responsibilities so you can focus completely on the assignment God has given you. Um, Reverend, what does that thing that God has said to you that I found that, that that I think that was just very important. He said, "Focus on the one thing that I have what given that you." I have given you. Focus on the one thing that I have given you. Focus on the one thing that I have given you. You know. So, go ahead. Was you going to say something, Pastor? And. That one thing God has given you, anything else is a distraction. Yes. So the key is to make sure that the one thing that he has given us, that's where we need to put all our energy. That's where we need to put all our efforts. That's what we need to value. That's what we need to uh, move towards that that one thing God has given you to do. But it takes you back to um, the the scripture 
Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path, which couples up with what we've been talking about as far as the narrow gate. Because if God isn't first in your life, then you can't be his disciple. You know, when I first heard that, I was like, wow. And I'll repeat it again. If God isn't first in your life, then you can't be his disciple. He has to be supreme in your life. He has to be supreme in our life. So, and Pastor, you had uh, mentioned this, and I thought it was awesome. We are outside of the narrow gates. We are amongst um, the thieves. Um, and then you start developing their pattern, which leads to destruction. That's powerful. That That is powerful. Amen. That's, that's powerful. So I'm going to finish reading Matthews because, um, like we were talking about before, Pastor, Okay, it talks about the narrow gate in, in verse, uh, well, uh, Matthew seven thirteen through 14. But then when you move to 15, it talks about false prophets. Constantly, be on your guard against phony prophets. They come disguised as lambs, appearing to be genuine, but on the inside they are like Wild, ra- uh, ravenous wolves, you can spot them by their actions, for the fruits of their character will be obvious. You won't find sweet grapes among, you won't find sweet grapes hanging on a thorn bush, and you'll never pick good fruit from a tumbleweed. I've seen a bunch of tumbleweeds running across Texas, so I know exactly what that means. So if the tree is good, it will provide good fruit, but if the tree is bad, it will bear only rotten fruit, and it deserves to be cut down and burned. And this that, is what really stuck. Go ahead, Pastor. That, that, that's, that's what I mean about the distractions. That's what I'm talking about. You have to get rid of the things that has been keeping you in that place. You might have to tear down relationships. You might have to do some of the things that you need to do, you know, but you better bet it's going to cost you something. And once you get rid of the thing that it has been costing you so great because you 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 are emotionally tied to it, right, was keeping you locked in to it, once you cut it loose and you're able to focus and to breathe, you're going to thank God that you have been. I mean, I've been in that situation several times. It hurt at first, but I'm glad that it's gone. I'm really glad that it's gone now, you know, because I see clear I can move. Go ahead, Reverend. I did not really want to cut you off. I just wanted to add that in. Well, verse 20 says, look at the obvious fruit. 
and of their lives and ministries, and then you'll know whether they are true or false. And I was talking to Pastor um, about something uh, specifically, um, and I won't go into too much detail about it, Um, but the Lord was uh, telling me to, um, what he uh, mentioned to you guys, to focus on the one thing that I have called you to. And I have read this scripture before uh, based on Matthew uh, 7, 13, and 14, but I did not equate it with the fact that um, when he has called you to do something, that it is a narrow path that you have to go down. You can't follow the crowd, you know, and I have been one. Um, I'm a researcher, you know, so I'm always, uh, I love books. I love love reading things. I love educating myself. But I uh, realize that I have to really watch that because it can lead me into the crowd. And you know what's interesting? Have you ever, you may have seen it on television or you may have um, experienced it like driving down the road. You could be um, somewhere and the road is quiet or the area is quiet, but you turn a corner and you step into a crowd and you, um, it's kind of like you become like disoriented a little bit. It's like, what in the world's going on? Or what did I have walked into? You know, <laughs> we have to really, really watch what, watch, and seek God based on that narrow gate that we have to follow. Because if we don't, it can lead us. To, into destruction because, say, for instance, you you are on that quiet road and you turn down that road. People do it all the time. They cut you off. Turn down that turn down that, that crowded road and don't look and see what's going on on that crowded road and someone sideswipe you because you then came out into something that you wasn't prepared for, an area that you shouldn't be in. You know... <laughs> So we really have to seek God as to what we need to do. You know, so Pastor said it, you know, you know, and it could be based on business. It could be, you know, a way for you to to make money. We um we have to never go after money. We have to go after the assignment that God has placed us in. You know, and remember Dr. Leroy has uh had been ministering on we should replace the word faith in the Bible with assignment. We have to really seek God, be faithful in pursuing that assignment, being anchored in the vision God has placed you under. Okay, um, you guys are under new life. So the vision of new life is creating leaders, creating leaders. How are we going to do that? The mission is by imparting the life of Christ to you. We're not going to impart, we're not going to create leaders by imparting to you the, the, the latest trend 
in the world of how to, you know, um, uh, gain wealth or, you know, how to do things, how the world is doing it because that's not the way God is, is telling us to go. You just want to say something, Pastor? No, go ahead, Reverend. I'm listening. So, Jesus was saying, even in verse 21, he was saying, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the realm of heaven's kingdom. It is only those who pursue or persist, excuse me, persist in doing the will of my heavenly Father. On the day of judgment, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, don't you remember us? Didn't didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out demons and do many miracles for the sake of your name? But I will have to say to them, go away from me, you lawless rebels. You've never been joined I've never been joined to you. Everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can be compared to a wise man who builds his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rain falls and the flood came with fierce winds beating upon his house, it stood firm because it has because it's strong because of its strong foundation. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. Excuse me. When it rained and rained and the flood came with wind and waves beating upon his house, it collapsed and went and was swept away. So I'll I'll, I'll stop right there, but. Um, excuse me. Um, we really have to seek God for what it is He wants us to do. We really have to really be embarked, engrossed in what He wants us to do. We have to be. We have to be focused on that, and 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 I've, I've said this before, and I had gotten it uh, from someone in the world, but it, it's it's true. Focus, follow one path. I'm sorry, follow follow one. Good grief! Okay, what is it, Pastor? Follow one. Yeah. Until follow successful. One. Follow one course until successful. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Follow one course until successful. A lot of successful people, billionaires, billionaires, ministers that are truly preaching the word of God and that are successful in their own lives, they're successful because they follow the one thing that God told them to do, the one thing. 
And that's what we have to learn. We have to follow the what is the one thing God has told you to do that keeps coming back up in your spirit and you haven't been doing. I'm speaking to me too. What is that one thing that God keeps telling you to do that you're not doing? You, you're going around, you're following the crowd to try to, to get to where you think that you want to be, but it's not the way God wants you, where God wants you to be. Because if you follow the crowd to try to get to where you would like to be, then you're following the path of destruction. Go ahead, Pastor. Some of us might know what God wants us to do. Want some of us may know, some of us may not know. But the ones that do know what God wants them to do, keep it clean. Keep all destructions and everything out of the way from you going to where you need to be. Make sure the things that you're hearing and you're listening to and you're taking heed to is helping you Move towards your vision, and that's how you know. And the I mean, as far as the ones that already know their vision, and the ones who don't know, like I didn't at one time, but I had to sit under apostle long enough for God to reveal it to me. I didn't move. I didn't shake. I didn't wither. I didn't do any of that. I stayed right there until he, until God told me himself, this is what I needed to do. Because me staying there trained me on how I need to hear. So I'm still, and I'm going to be with Apostle because that's that's just my spiritual father, but, excuse me, but I had to, Sit down, shut my mouth, and just listen. Learn how to listen. Learn how to yield. Learn how to apply. I had to go through that. I went through that since '02, or was it '05? '05, I think. Up until this point now, so it didn't happen overnight for me. And the thing is, I realized that. Everything that I do outside of apostle, it still brings it around to what apostle have taught on or have been teaching on. Compliments it, yeah. Yeah, compliments it. So it still that shows me right there. That's my anchor to let me know <clears throat> that I'm moving in the right direction or it's pushing me forth into the vision that God has set because it's it's complimenting my apostle. Pastor, I also want to reiterate what was said as well, too, because it's so important. When we're outside of the narrow gate, we are amongst thieves. And um, when we're um, out there, we start developing the pattern, their pattern, which leads to destruction. We don't realize the importance of following that path, that one thing that God has told us to focus on. 
Because when you focus on that one thing, God is going to provide the finances and everything else that you want while you're in the midst of doing the thing that he told you, while you're focusing on that one thing. Everything else is going to come. And I think that's what it is. We get into fear that we're missing something. We're missing out on something. You know, uh, the, the world is trying this or or people that seems like they're uh, uh, given godly principles or godly guidance or, or what have we, and not realizing that that's 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 not the that's the world's way of doing it. That's not the path that God told you to 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 go. And I believe that this message is is timely, and I believe that it's going to really resonate with you guys because any time, and I pray right now that any time that you go off, once the Lord, if the Lord haven't revealed it to you, once the Lord revealed to you the one thing he told you to do, every time you try to go off or or leave away from that narrow gate, I pray that the Holy Spirit remind you, focus on that one thing that God told you to do. I pray that comes up in your spirit. Actually, it will in the name of Jesus. Amen. Go ahead, Pastor. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it it will. It will. You know, um, I'm going to share a brief testimony, and then I'm a, you know, um, uh, then we're going to really end the service. Um, Me and Reverend, I guess last month, said that we needed a computer and we needed uh, a certain camera. Now, this stuff that we needed wasn't cheap. For the ministry. Yeah, for the ministry. It's for the ministry. For our purpose, for for the will of God, you know. Uh, so uh, we, put, you know, uh, said it out loud, said, you know, um, I said, man, I like the camera that she showed us that we we need to have is a streaming camera specifically for that. It's awesome, awesome camera. So God, you know, I, I spoke it out and we came into agreement. Me and Rem came into agreement. Said, you know, this is what we needed. This is what we need to do to help, you know, that to move us forward into moving, uh, to doing the will that God wants us to do fulfilling this vision God called us to. Well, the money showed up. Now we own the equipment. <laughs> Every time I think about that, I got to laugh. It's ours. We, we own the equipment. The money showed up. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't no chump change either. You know, it was over three grand. It showed So now, New Life Christians in the ministries have a brand new computer, and a camera is on its way. When we decide to do the will of God, just things just happen. I have a uh, a change can that I sit out here in the truck. And I normally go back and I dump my change. 
at the house from us being out here for the time that we are. <clears throat> and I also have a, uh, what I call a reserve <clears throat> sitting on the side for when me and Reverend have to take trips, you know, so we'll have the cash or whatever to do what we need to do. Well, just recently, I took all the cash out this, all the cash out of the can, put it in our reserve, <clears throat> and so I said I was going to put the change up later. So I set the set my can on my dresser. I just want to show you how God works. The 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 the, the miraculous miracles and stuff that that that, that how God do things. And, you know, it, it, it's nothing we can do that can beat this. So I set my can on the dresser. I said, well, I'm, in the morning I'm going to take that change and put it in my jar that I keep, you know, full of change. I went over to the can. I looked inside. Now, I emptied this can out with the dollar bills and stuff that I had. I emptied it completely out. I walked over to the can. I looked in it. There was brand new money in my can. I asked Reverend, I said, Reverend, did you put money in, in the can? She said, no. I said, where did this money come from? I knew that I emptied it out. Now, the amount was $70 ended up in my can. Damn, just like, it ended up in my can. Well, I realized that I looked up the number 70 because... What was God trying to show me by doing this? Now, this is good. Now, this is the mindset that we have to have. What is God trying to show me? Why was it this amount and not that amount? Lord, what are you showing me in this? Now, the miracle itself is seeing the seventy dollars in there, but there was a reason why He put that in there, and He revealed to me about uh, my pastoral position the things that we are called to do, the things that he had validated. And I realized through the season, every time we move in and we moving into a new season, God has to validate you. Good God Almighty. He has to validate you uh, so you can go through that season to operate out of the world that God wants you to uh, operate in. In other words, you got to take on the form that Moses took on is the I amness of God in order to go through. Amen. So God showed me in that time, in with that can, with that money, he showed me that I, he had validated me and Reverend to move forward to go into our next season. So we are carrying on us the I amness of God with us to go through what we need to go through. So what does it mean for y'all? All y'all need to do is connect. You're going to start seeing money show up. You're going to start seeing things happening because it's happening to us. If it's happening to us, you, you better know it's going to happen to you. But you can't be off focus. you got to focus on what God has told you to do and lock into the vision and do what you are instructed. Follow the one thing that he told you to focus on. Amen. Well, we're going to unmute the phone, and I'm going to give you all a few seconds to say some things, and um, we're going to close out. Let me say this, uh, Pastor, first, because I want to reiterate this. And number one, uh, well, number, well, 
the title of this message today is How to Stay in Your Lane. The title of the message is How to Stay in Your Lane. And I want to reiterate, if we don't follow God's narrow path, then we are not his disciples. Narrow is the gate we must walk through. And the Lord has had me uh, write this statement down. I've also posted it on Facebook. Follow the path, stick to the plan. So we have to, if it's one thing that you take away from today's message is to follow the path and stick to the plan. Because narrow is the gate that God has placed before us, and we have to focus in order for us to go through that gate. Amen? Also, um, to give to New Life today, um, you can text NLCCMG to 54244 or go to org and follow the link. Amen. So I'm going to uh, unmute everybody, uh, but thank you for um, tuning in today's message. Amen. So stand by. Oh. I have to refresh the screen here. Glory to God. Glory to God. Just taking them. Oh, there we go. 